Welcome to the Beyond Finding Equine podcast. I'm Morgan Stevens, an equine postural and performance practitioner. I created this podcast for other horse enthusiasts to learn and hear about all sides of the equine industry. On this podcast, I'll be interviewing other professionals and getting their takes on the horse world. You can expect controversy, advice, inspiration, and surely to get your horses beyond fine. Welcome back to another episode. You guys know, I've said it once, I'll say it again, horses are athletes and they should be treated as such. Luckily, in the industry, we are growing and there is more research coming out and more products coming out. And today's guest is one that took human technology into the equine industry to help our equine athletes recover, but also as a means for preventative medicine. Please welcome Irina Perdue with Vetletics and the EQ Press. Yes. Hi. Thanks so much for having me here. Um, my name is Irina Perdue. I'm a veterinarian, graduated from NC State Veterinary School in 2021, and I am the CEO, president, co-founder of Vetletics and the co-inventor of the EQ Press, the world's first dynamic compression system for horses. That's awesome. So what kind of spurred on this uh, lymphatic compression system that you've started? Great question. When I was a vet student, actually, first year veterinary student, I got the opportunity to work with Team USA Basketball, NBA in Vegas. There, I met people like Mike Conley, John Wall, and other world-class athletes. It is there where I learned how those athletes refer to dynamic compression, I'll explain to what that is a little bit later, as their secret weapon to fast and efficient results, to their recovery and performance. And thinking about that, those athletes have the ability to have masseuses walking next to them and massaging them at all times, and yet they choose this technology to recover and absolutely swear by it. The dynamic compression within those circles are is compared, or one hour of dynamic compression for athletic recovery is compared to up to 12 hours of your own body recovery. It is backed up by research within the human literature. And I can say preliminary that very soon a study will be published within the equine space that will also confirm that. So watching those players on the field, I instantly thought of horses, the ultimate athletes, right? Honestly, I just wanted to sell the system to horse owners and veterinarians, did not plan to develop anything uh, to pay my way through vet school as a single mom. But I learned after a quick search that this technology simply didn't exist within the veterinary industry, not for horses, not for other animals. So I spoke to my then professor, Dr. Lauren Schnabel, who is a board-certified equine orthopedic surgeon and also board-certified sports medicine and rehabilitation specialist uh, within the equine veterinary field and is a professor at NC State Veterinary School. And as a first-year vet student, I walked into her office with this idea in my head. And her response was that she has been waiting for over 15 years for this type of technology. So this was a sign for me that we were on the right track. 
um, through the friend that I went to Vegas with from that basically is the distributor of human compression systems, the Balancer Pro, uh, that friend introduced me to the global leading manufacturer of compression systems located in Israel. And fast forward three years later, the EQ Press was born. Wow. So just to say a little bit with, uh, just to explain what dynamic compression is, because yeah. it does um, sound a little complicated, but basically it is also called intermittent compression, um, IPC, or intermittent pneumatic compression in this case, IPC, or lymphatic drainage massage. It has different names, but it is the same concept. And the concept consists of garments being put on the limbs and those garments have air chambers that are connected to the pump dynamic compression is the act of actively squeezing so the chambers inflate and they actively squeeze the limb from bottom up that follows the natural flow of the lymphatic system and it is important that it is in this particular sequence because of how our lymphatic system works because of how the lymphatic system works in mammals in general, and because of the gravity that we fight when it comes to that drainage of the lymph against gravity and up out of the limbs. Yeah, that's great. I know that uh, at least for me and the area I work in, I feel like the lymphatic system to just the general person probably they don't know much about. Can you explain a little bit about what the lymphatic system is? Absolutely. And a quick disclaimer, it's not just to the general population. To be frankly honest, the lymphatic system, at least one arm of it, in my opinion, is neglected in the education mm -hmm. in med within the med school and vet school. Okay. And we are, one of my missions for the lifetime, I guess, is to change that and improve that. Because I remember personally to have had one lecture on the lymphatic system and drainage in horses and one lecture in dogs. Wow. In four years. And I understand there are other systems that are also important, but, you know, just to let you know, it's not just the general public that doesn't know much about it or maybe doesn't understand. But ultimately, I think we learn a lot about the immune, um, system, basically the immune protective, protective arm of the lymphatic system, mm -hmm. but not of the other portion, which is the lymphoid system. So it's an organ system in vertebrates that is part of that immune network and immune system. And it also is complementary to our circulatory system. What does that mean? So the system itself consists of a large networks network of vessels, lymphatic vessels. I like to compare those to roads or highways. And then lymph nodes, I like to compare those to checkpoints. And then we also have lymphoid organs um, and tissues. And there are some differences within the species, but within species, but overall, that is the network that the lymphatic system is made up from. So the vessels carry fluid from the organs towards the heart, if we think about it. So it starts, and there's there are certain maps of how the lymphatic system goes and what areas are drained by which lymph nodes. Basically, what it means, which roads um, are responsibility of a particular checkpoint, right? And when we think about it, the lymph fluid itself, it is a clear fluid that consists of different cells, but it also consists of debris, metabolic waste, and other things that get picked up on the way. 
So the goal for the lymphatic system is that no foreign invaders gets unchecked and is able to ride on those roads along those vessels. That's why we have those checkpoints, the lymph nodes, at which point everything that flows through there, it need, it gets checked first and anything that's foreign or is not supposed to be there, a particular response or defense response is activated and initiated, okay. which is good in long-term or short-term injury situation, but it can also be bad in consistent chronic inflammatory conditions because the lymphatic system is just doing its job. It continues to pick up those either foreign invaders, wastes, or toxins and move it up towards the circulatory system where it can be dumped into the venous system, basically, and then cleared through the kidneys and the liver accordingly. Gotcha. So to summarize that for the layman terms or with layman terms, the lymphatic system is like a sewage system of the body. It clears the body of metabolic wastes and toxins and ensures that no foreign invaders could pass checkpoints without being checked and evaluated for their potential danger to the body. The lymphatic system doesn't have a pump. Our cardiovascular system has a pump, the heart. The heart is what changes pressures to move blood in the direction that it needs to go. Everything in the body goes from high pressure to low. It is natural for the body to move that way, and it is impossible for anything to go against pressure gradient. If you think about a garden hose, the water won't flow backwards because the pressure is higher where it originates and lower to where it goes. So that's kind of similar how this works. So it is for the lymphatic system, since it doesn't have a pump, it is similar to venous system in terms of it has valves. The vessels themselves have valves that can close after a certain amount of fluid has moved past that valve. It's like a gate, um, but it also has musculature across the entire body that helps with those pressure changes. So the musculature contracts while we move or while horses move. And there's a disclaimer to the horse's musculature, which we'll get to in a minute. But our muscles, if we think about us, contracts the calf muscles and then the quads and the hamstrings just in that fashion so that we can fight gravity, so that that fluid can move up towards the body cavity in which, again, pressure changes allow for that fluid to move towards that duct where it gets dumped into the venous system and cleared from the body. We know that horses have no musculature in the lower part of the limbs based on how they are designed. We know that they basically walk and stand on their middle finger on their fingernail being the hoof. So that is what is so important in horses and that is what predisposes them to fluid buildup, swollen limbs. That is what, um, you know, in, in my opinion, even a small spider bite can cause such a overwhelming reaction, right? And again, this lymphatic system just does a job. It does what it's supposed to do. But then if you think about there being traffic jams on those highways, the fluid cannot really move anywhere that it needs to move, but more fluid is being produced constantly. That's how you get to that swelling, to what we know as lymphangitis, cellulitis. We also add another itis being vasculitis and so on. So yeah, that is basically the, the debilitating situation in horses, just their poor anatomic design and the fact that they don't have the musculature. So in horses, it is the frog 
that contracts. And it is the frog's job to get the fluid all the way up to where the musculature starts, which is more than halfway up the limb. Wow. And this is also why um, horses that are not really moving, so for example, horses on stall rest, um, do get more so of that swelling and um, stocking up. Interesting. So with the EQ press, can you talk about what types of ailments people might use that for or what benefits there are to it? Absolutely. Yes. There are so many, right? So if we think about healthy horses, just simple healthy horses to improve their circulation, to improve their recovery. Um, as I mentioned, the study before, I can't say much to it yet since it's not published, but the study was made based on um, lymph centigraphy, so gold standard of evaluating lymph flow. And it does show that in healthy horses, it accelerates drastically. It accelerates the lymphatic flow. So we know that there is not much movement in horses that stand around. And if you think about it, um, the higher the higher level of athleticism we speak of in horses the less they move technically because they want to be preserved they want to be protected but at the same time it is debilitating for their leg and limb health overall so in healthy horses um, on a daily basis or even for maintenance just three times a day you know we hear things like they are um, seem to be a lot more energetic happier overall they're springier in their motion uh, the leg appearance is just beautiful compared to how it is prior to the use um, and just overall improve the lymphatic health but ultimately that also means improve the immune system of the horse and overall health for athletes we speak about improving and accelerating their recovery it is so important for our athletes to get that maximum performance while still allowing them to recover and specifically, if we talk about our three-day eventers, you know, on the third day is usually they have to be the best. It is the hardest what they have to do. And they're tired at this point. So we have some athletes that are using the EQ press and they report a day and night of a difference of how they perform on that third day um, when they use the EQ press every day throughout those three-day eventing. But also, in my opinion, the most important part for athletes is preserving that athlete, right? We know from a phys physiological perspective, there are micro injuries that happen in those athletes on a daily basis. They get pushed to their limits on a daily basis. And the hypothesis is that those simple, small micro tears and micro injuries, they are the ones that weaken the tissue overall and potentially can increase the risk for a bigger injury to occur, which then will take that athlete out potentially completely or for a very long, very expensive, very involved rehabilitation process. Thinking about it and knowing of what intermittent compression has done in humans, they have used it for over 30 years. They use it every day. And by they, I mean world-class athletes, but also the regular humans for their health overall. The athletes specifically use it for not only to recover and speed up the rehabilitation, but also to treat those micro injuries on a daily basis. If we improve circulation, we can allow for all of those cells from the body, which are amazing at fixing and making things better and repairing damage that has been done, 
we're allowing for it to happen. We know that improved circulation improves the healing process, speeds up the healing process, and we can directly improve the circulation in the areas that are potentially affected by that injury, but hopefully prevent those, diminish those by allowing the body to address and treat those micro injuries while they're still in the microscopic state and not letting them to progress to a macroscopic state. Interesting. For hospital settings, um, surgeries, honestly, any kind of surgeries from orthopedic surgeries to improve their circulation, to prepare the tissues for that long recumbency, long time laying on the side or the back, which is not good for them, period. Um, so preparing that, there's actually a talk that Dr. Schnabel had at the AEP last year about that, particularly to prepare your um, patient for an orthopedic surgery. For post-op recoveries, to speed up that recovery, to get those drugs out of the system faster, but still in a controlled manner, to not um, make them confused or dysphoric in any way, uh, and to speed up the recovery of whatever procedure was done to get them out faster, again, to get them moving faster, right? If you think about ACL surgery in people, they are encouraged to be in dynamic compression six hours when they get off the table. We often don't touch our patients for 48 hours. Wow. That is just incredible difference, right? And if we That's can so do weird. this, if we can incorporate this into our post-op cases, six hours, 12 hours, how much faster can we actually recover them? How many other potential conditions that we put them at risk by putting them on stall rest after surgery can we eliminate or drastically decrease the risk for? And then the diseased horses, of course, the lymphangitis, cellulitis, vasculitis, that is what the system is particularly made for. That is what is used in humans for. But honestly, any condition that comes with swelling this system can be used for incredibly and is used by, um, I would say, the U.S. leading rehabilitation centers such as the Equine Sports Medicine and Rehabilitation Center in Whitesboro, Texas, led by Dr. Sherry Johnson. The Furlong Group in New Jersey have the EQPress now in use as well and absolutely love it for some acute soft tissue injuries that they present for with swelling. The list goes on and on and on. We've only... The EQ press has only been on the market for about 18 months, and we add conditions and potential need of use to our list weekly, on a weekly basis, based on the feedback that we get from people that are using it on horses, not based on just us thinking about that. And then thinking of our athlete that unfortunately did have an injury and is now in rehabilitation. Um, again, that is the EQ press is being used in rehabilitation heavily. If you think about it, rehabilitation in general has kind of an acronym that is an absolute must. If you don't do anything else, do the RICE. And RICE consists of rest, ice, compress, elevate. So if you think about it, compression is a very important and essential part of rehabilitation and recovery. And this is dynamic compression, the world's best compression you can have, where it actually flows in that matter that we needed to flow in horses from the bottom of their hoof all the way up to their stifle or elbow. And that's what those garments allow by covering that entire surface area. Interesting. So like you said, the dynamic compression is only on their limbs, correct? Mm -hmm. 
but obviously it's helping go through helping that lymphatic system move through the whole body right correct okay yes awesome and that's mainly because our the chest and the belly region themselves they also work based on pressure where the diaphragm plays a role so once we get that to those large vessels to those cavities then the pressures are regulated very well by the body itself within those cavities. Interesting. So since you've touched on it just a little bit, can you talk more about stall rest, um, even for for horses that just get an injury, for horses that are post-op, and then maybe even horses that live in a stall full-time? Is that the right thing to do? Should we be giving them more circulation? Yeah, great question. Thank you. I don't know if I'm in the right position to say if that is something <laughs> that we should allow them to do, right? Uh, stall rest is important and essential in certain situations. Um, I do have a great example that I would like to bring up um, in just a minute to, to basically make this a little bit easier, understandable um, where stall rest is needed and how the press can help with that, right? Mm -hmm. But absolutely, in those cases where they have to be on stall rest, it is detrimental that they get, um, of course, in our case, I would say the press specifically, this is the best thing you can do for them on stall rest because that basically, it's like putting muscles that contract on their limbs and it is that active recovery that they can do in a passive state which is so important and so detrimental for them. So if you think about it, right, again, we talked about the frog being responsible for propelling that fluid from the bottom limbs or from the lower half of the limbs up towards where the musculature begins. So it is important for them to actually take steps. And if they're unable to do that, then we automatically predispose them to swelling and stocking up. So this is where the EQ press can help drastically due to that dynamic, um, the, the dynamic action of it, where it actually moves the fluid actively and squeezes it out of the limbs right, while it accumulates. And a fantastic example that I do have is actually also something that added on in my inspiration. Okay. So originally I was inspired by the athletes, as I mentioned the story before. But about a year into distributing the EQ press, we were contacted by a horse owner who was very desperate. Um, she has a horse who's suffered from cellulitis, lymphangitis for over three years from a simple, what we suspect um, was some kind of an insect bite potentially, but we don't know what the origin was. So caused the response, he's had a swollen limb uh, for over three years. She has tried everything that existed on the market in the US and outside of the US. And she actually saw us in a tiny little picture in the horse magazine from the feature from that AEP speech I was referring to earlier by Dr. Lon Schnabel and was able to find us, um, invested, purchased the EQ press first, just the hind limbs because only one hind limb was affected. We do definitely recommend in those cases still using two limbs. And I'm happy to address that more in detail with people if they have questions to that, but ultimately to improve circulation in that other limb that has to carry so much more weight because of them leaning on it more. Um, so overall, she purchased that half system only three months in this EQ press. The limb basically went back to normal circumference. Wow. 
Yes. And that is the response we had as well. We had expectations that it will get better, but the results have surpassed all of our expectations to include the owner, everybody else who knows the horse on the barn and the farrier and the veterinarians. So they were continuing using it. And actually, um, there was even consideration to return that horse into showing grounds where he was retired because of that condition. As horses have it, they make poor decisions. So he just went ahead and fractured uh, his coffin bone on the front limb because everything else went so great. Um, So then he was told he has to be on stall rest for about three to four months, which is detrimental to horses anyway. But now you think about a horse with cellulitis where we know, yes, the EQ press absolutely was helping. We know dynamic compression helps phenomenally in this case, but he was also ridden. He also had movement. And we do think that that combination of movement with the EQ press is what has those synergistic effects, right? Even better effects than each one of those on their own. So by knowing that he won't be moving anywhere in the next three, four months, that owner made a very smart decision and went ahead and purchased the front limbs. And now it has been almost three months into his stall rest. And again, we are all surprised in a positive manner of how he's doing, despite the fact that he's not being ridden. Of course, the leg, in all honesty, it doesn't look like it looks when you do combine the exercise with the EQ press, right? But we were expecting the leg to swell back up, considering that he's not moving again, the leg that's affected by lymph specifically. And it didn't. The EQ press can maintain, it seems like, that circumference, um, despite the fact that he's not moving that much. And that is something where we have just been so incredibly happy to see those results, right? And that owner is, we're constantly in contact and she's just so beyond happy in how this has helped um, her horse. She's now using it on other horses as well. And that is something where I think a case like this inspires me by far more than I don't know if I should say this, but you know, any other sale made just because this is such a great potential for a horse. And if we can see, okay, we have helped him. That means we can help so many more horses with this condition, potentially other conditions. And as you mentioned before, with stall rest specifically. And then parallel to that, what we have noticed in this horse and in other horses, which makes me so excited for the future in general of the EQ press, um, we are getting reports of significant increase of foot growth in horses that use the EQ press regularly. If you think about it, it makes sense. Improvement of the circulation, of course, it will improve the growth. That is something that me as a scientist, as a veterinarian, I needed black and white in a peer-reviewed study that truly shows that it does. So we are in the process of organizing it and planning a study as such. But I do want people to know of that. It is anecdotal finding only for now. But new adopters, people that potentially maybe have a horse with a condition that does affect hoof growth. I do not want to name those conditions specifically for a reason right now. And they want to give it a chance and to try studies and scientific research will probably not be available for another two years, maybe even three years, depending on how big the study will be designed and so on. So I want people to know that so that they have the opportunity to use this now and to see those results for themselves um, in order to help horses that need the help. 
Interesting. So I know you've talked about using the EQ press for horses that get out of surgery or have an injury or have a certain condition. Can you use it for prevention as well? Absolutely. Yes. Prevention is a big, big area and prevent preventative medicine is developing luckily also within the veterinary sector and veterinary market. So we're more about pre, um, being proactive rather than reactive. And that fits absolutely in it. And the response that we get often is, oh, this looks incredible, but my horse is healthy. That is a challenge, right? And that mm -hmm. is, I think, my duty to educate the public and to let them know this is not something to use when an injury has occurred. You can, absolutely. But we recommend to use it before any injuries occur to potentially prevent those or minimize those um, injuries. But you can't really overdo it. I can tell you I'm using dynamic compression on myself, probably not as often as I should. I have a seven-year-old daughter who is in pro gymnastics, Team USA, actually just um, got officially accepted into that um, area level. I don't know how to describe it. Wow, and congrats. Thank you. Uh, and there are eight girls on the team. And I have dynamic compression with me when we travel for their competitions. You know, and if I put my child in it, then it says a lot, right? It is absolutely safe. They love it. Kids love it. Horses love it. It looks a little scary when you look at it. And sometimes people do say, oh, there's no way my horse will tolerate it. And usually we get the worst horses for a demo because they want to see how they react. And those worst horses fall asleep. You see chewing, drool, well, not drooling, but lip drop more so, yawning, all of those classic signs of relaxation. And to the point where we actually recommend to keep them uh, distracted so they don't fall asleep too much and fall because they're, they don't know how to balance themselves yet in it, right? They need some time to figure it out. Um, but that is something that I would highly recommend to use in healthy horses as often as you can. And hopefully we will have providers that are able to provide this as a service, you know, in the future. And if there are people out there that do visit barns and do things like the PEMP, for example, or physical therapy or chiropractors, this is phenomenal. This is a phenomenal add-on to increase revenue without really increasing overhead cost, right? So if you go to a barn and you do physical therapy, you have two hands. You can only do so many horses in an eight-hour period plus driving and so on. Now think about it. If you are at the same barn on the same horse and while you're working on his back, he has the EQ press on. Not only do you now make him feel a lot better and combine those effects for an even better effect, depending on what you're working on and what the goal is, but you also now are able to make more revenue in that particular time where it's dead time. You can't do much more because your hands are already occupied. So you need something that's standalone, that can be done, that helps drastically and can be used in a variety of forces. And this is the EQ press. It is lightweight. It is fully battery operated. You can use it on the field, in the trailer, in the stall, in the clinic, in sterile environment, or a dirty barn environment. And it is lightweight. It is super quiet. So it does not spook or scare horses in any way. It is easy to keep clean. Anything can be cleaned with Dawn dish soap and a towel, classic barn cleaning agents. <laughs> 
Um, so overall, I think this is a phenomenal opportunity, and we do think this will revolutionize the equine industry and later other industries, if you can see in our logo within the veterinary sector. Yeah, absolutely. So is this a system then that you also sell to horse owners and providers too? Yes. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, you do not to be you do not need to be certified to use it. It is very simple to use. The only thing I recommend is that somebody who's using it knows his way around horses, right? Um, so a, a classic situation is grooms. We have um, pretty high level athletes that are using the EQ press and the way they are having it set up is the groom walks in, puts it on while the horse is in the EQ press, the stall is turned over, everything is refreshed. By that time, the EQ press is done, depending on if you do 15 minutes or 30 minutes, depending on what you're doing it for, you take it off, you take it to the next horse and so on. Awesome. So as you mentioned, dynamic compression is obviously the best there is, but for people who maybe are working to get toward an EQ press or can't do that yet, is there anything that people can do with their horses to help? Absolutely, yes. As mentioned before, movement is detrimental. It is the absolute best thing you can do just to help them drain that fluid, move it and propel it. Um, but also, you know, things that we have been doing so far, bandaging, while it is associated with a lot of labor, a lot of materials that have to be thrown out, and it is important that it's done correctly because bandaging can be more, can do more harm than good but it is something that can maintain the swelling down at least a little bit. It does not actively push anything away. So there's really nothing that actively will push it away. And I do want to mention at this point, the game ready and um, highlight the differences to that because that is something that we get asked quite often. Yeah. Um, number one, to begin with, I don't think game ready is available anymore within the equine market. I think they stopped production. So that becomes a very challenging part of it. But also, we do compression only. There is no temperature change for a reason. If you think about it, cooling makes the vessel smaller. So if we now cool and compress at the same time, and this is something that I'm not saying for myself, this is something that the manufacturer who's been distributing these systems and producing them for over 30 years, they have countless studies backing that up and they have evaluated potentially would temperature change help and we actually recommend to not cool before we recommend if you do cooling to do it after you are done with the compression because what you could do is potentially prolong the effect of the compression with dynamic compression you flush everything out then you constrict the vessels with the cooling and that slows down um, that backflow that happens in them anyway in addition to that I do want to highlight the game ready and the difference, the biggest difference with the game ready. There are many, but I think the main one to mention is, as mentioned before, everything goes from high pressure to low in the body. So if you have that game ready cuff on, it doesn't have that sequential inflation and the pressure gradient. So one of the patents in the EQ press is the pressure gradient that it creates. What does that mean? The garment consists of four chambers. Each chamber has its own little brain and the bottom chamber inflates first. You can ad adjust the pressure on the pump. Let's say we put the pressure at 40. Once the four chambers have inflated, the lowest chamber, the one by the foot, will be at about 45. The highest will be at 40. Makes no difference to the feel. 
but it makes all the difference to the flow. So there cannot be any backflow because nothing can flow towards higher pressure. It has to flow away from higher pressure. So the equipress creates that gradient and gives the fluid no choice but to actually flow up towards the body of the horse and against the gravity. Game ready does do compression. It is intermittent compression, but it's not dynamic because it doesn't assist in active movement of the fluid from bottom to up. And if you think about it, if we inflate the, guard, the, the portion of the game ready around the limb, the highest pressure is in the middle of that chamber, of that garment or of that sleeve that they have on. Just speaking physics, the highest pressure is always in the middle of that inflated object, right? So that means that let's say you have the cuff on the cannon bone and you inflate it. Now, central cannon bone has the highest pressure. What does that mean? Fluid will go everywhere away from that mid cannon bone. It will go up, yes, partially, but it will also go down. And when it goes down into that area where it's already challenging to move that fluid out of that area, you make it even more challenging. So that is the key difference that I want to highlight in how much different the EQ press is. And you know, there is a reason that manufacturer has been globally leading for over 30 years and serves over 20,000 patients within the human sectors with so many other competitive products being on the market. We currently don't have any other competitive products on the market, but even when we do, we feel confident that the EQ press is the product who can truly, we, where we can truly prove scientifically that it works because of the manufacturer use and market testing of it for over 30 years before we introduced it into the equine space. Wow. So you mentioned in the case that you were talking about that the owner had just purchased the hind limbs first and then went ahead and did the front limbs. Is that something that you, like, is there still the same benefits or do you recommend the hind and the fronts being used together? Yeah, that's a great question. And honestly, the answer is it depends. Of course, there is no contraindication to not, to, to the usage of four limbs. So in horses, we can use all four garments. In healthy horses, we recommend using all four garments. And honestly, even in diseased horses, it wouldn't hurt them if you used all four garments. In people, it, it is actually recommended to not use all four garments at the same time. So in people, it's usually pants and jacket. But the reason for that is in people, that duct, the vessel that's responsible for taking everything from the lymphatic system and dumping it into the cardiovascular system is a tiny little vessel. And if you think about it, I like to compare it with a toothpaste tube. You go from a very, you know, a lot of fluid from different areas come towards this tiny little opening that it needs to go through. So it can potentially overwhelm the human connection of the system and it is not recommended for them to use it at the same time. So we usually alternate pants 20 minutes and then jacket 20 minutes. In horses, um, the experts are not worried about that. And now we know we've used it um, on all four limbs in many, many, many horses. But we also know that it's not as detrimental in them because their thoracic duct, that duct that's responsible for it is the size of a garden hose basically. And um, there is no risk of overwhelming that particular um, that particular area in general. For certain conditions, you know, things like lymphangitis, cellulitis, most of the times that affects the hind limbs. 
um, for our, for example, race horses, they tend to prefer the front garments only and not touch their hind limbs because, you know, more than 50% of the horse is being pulled by the front limbs and kind of more work is being done by the front limbs and race horses specifically. Although I'm a firm believer they would highly benefit from hind limbs as well. And then if you think about the eventers, jumpers, uh, there I would almost argue that it's all four, while you know more pressure or more toll is being put on the hind limbs at the initiation of the jump, a lot of toll is being put on the front limbs at the landing, turns and twists and so on. Um, so again, the recommendation would be to use all four. But if you are unable to do that for whatever reason, then we would work with you and figuring out you know, what is the best combination to use um, on that particular horse. The good thing is we can, while we don't prefer to do it that way, but we can potentially sell half system. It is a lot more expensive to just buy the half system. And when we have mm. certain special offers, uh, you would get the full system for just a little bit more than if you got the half system. But the good news is um, the pump itself serves two sleeves. So when you get the full system, you get two pumps. Uh, but it is very easy to separate, you know, and you could potentially even we have owners that do have all four garments, but they use one pump and the front garments on one of their horses and one pump and the hind garments on another horse, for example, at the same time. Interesting. So is this something that if you started doing this with your horse that you'd have to be pretty consistent with for it to make a difference? For it to make the difference, yes. While... And again, we know all of this based on on humans, on us, right? We, unfortunately, our patients and athletes don't talk to us, at least not directly. <laughs> so we have some owners that actually, or not owners, but let's say purchases of the EQPress that then went ahead and got a system for themselves just to compare and be able to see what it feels like. Um, and they have noticed, so the difference after the first time, definitely the legs feel lighter overall, and it just... It, you just feel like you have more energy in the legs. But particularly, I've been hearing it more and more that after three sessions, and usually those three sessions are done within the first five days, five days to a week, after three sessions, they have noticed a drastic difference. And specifically in, in energy, how much energy they have, how well they sleep, uh, how well they recover from jet lag. And I can speak that from my own experience with my mom who travels from Germany all the time. It used to take her a week to um, to recover, to basically adjust with the balance of pro, not the EQ press, but with the balance of pro, it takes her two days. We do it two days back to back and she feels great. There is no swelling in the legs, which um, unfortunately she gets from multiple fractures on her leg from the flying, you know, and it's, she's super happy. It's a huge difference. We can see it in our, in people, we have it proven in people and we're slowly in the process of proving it in horses wow that's really that's really fascinating so on a maintenance if somebody was just looking to do this for their horse to for preventative how often would you recommend I would probably recommend three times a week a 30 minute session of course if you can do it five times a week phenomenal and then it also depends on the amount of exercise that they do. So in our high-level athletes, usually during during the season, they get it five times a week. And in the off-season, they get it three times a week. Awesome. 
Cool. Well, for people who maybe want to learn more, can you share where they can find you? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, we can be found on Instagram. Vetletics is the account name. Uh, our website is www.vetletics.com, where you can also find information. We have a few phenomenal videos on YouTube. If you go on YouTube and just search for the EQ Press is, it is a great three-minute video that speaks from, it, it's basically a um, collection of testimonials from people that have been using the EQ Press in different sectors. So you can learn a lot about how it has helped them. Um, and then, of course, they're always welcome to contact us. Uh, team at vetletics.com is one email address available. And my direct email address is Irina at vetletics.com. So I-R-I-N-A. And uh, my phone number, I mean, being a CEO of a startup, you just kind of live, live, breathe and eat it right every day. So my personal cell phone number is available on the website, but I'll also say it here again, 610-969-8301. I am a practicing small animal veterinarian. Yes, small animal. I'm not an equine veterinarian. We have our brain trust, Dr. Lauren Schnabel for that on our team, who is our chief medical officer. Um, so keep that in mind when contacting me. Of course, I'll call back on message back when I'm not actively working with my patients. Awesome. Cool. Well, this was great. Great information. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Morgan. Really exciting to share this with the world. I loved that Irina really broke down what the lymphatic system is and what dynamic compression is as she talked about humans get it every day in, in the athlete world and so how can our equine athletes be treated any different? So the EQ Press is a really cool product that I think you guys will start seeing more and more of and so I'm happy you were able to learn more about it here. Please write us a five-star review if you can. It really helps us get this episode out here for more people to learn about. And also make sure you're subscribed for upcoming episodes. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Bye.